There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think we should preface this episode by saying that you rewound one of the films to check that the characters were playing handball by the official rules. Well, I didn't want them to be cheating, did I? <laughs> Hello and welcome. This is I Only Like You, special episode about the Byron Bay Film Festival. Special edition. Woo! <laughs> um, we're doing a few special preview screenings and reviews for the Byron Bay Film Festival, which is coming up in October. So the Byron Bay Film Festival is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year, which is really exciting. Lonnie and I went down last year um, and had a really great time watching a few of the films. So basically they're sort of a more locally based film festival, but they do screen international and national feature films and shorts. Um, And it's really interesting because there's a real eclectic mix, don't you think? You can get like find some real gems in there that you will have never heard or seen anywhere else. That's my favorite thing about things like this. Yeah, totally. When we went last year, we saw some great films that were in no way going to come to a cinema. Yeah, here, you know, so which is a shame. But then they were still great. Great they? That, that these things exist for us to be able to see them. The festival is running from the fourteenth to twenty third of October, and generally they have um, opening night and closing night events, which we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on because they're generally kind of the spotlight films that are shown on those nights. Um, the ones that the festival are really promoting and trying to celebrate. So so we're not going to be talking about an annoying thing and then a movie. We're just going to talk about the movies today because we want to celebrate awesome movies. We've watched three this week. They are Nan and A Whole Little Trouble, More Than God, and Spaghetti. These are all short films that we have previewed for the festival. Um, so we don't know exactly when they're playing um, at the festival, and then information is coming out soon. Yeah, so check your programs if you're interested about seeing any of these to see the exact times when they're on. But um, so Nan and a whole little trouble. It's uh, Australian film. It's got an all Aboriginal cast, and I think mainly Aboriginal crew. It's directed by Dina Curtis, and had some funding from the Australian government through Screen Australia and the ABC. Yeah, so it's a very um, Indigenous-focused film, which is actually really kind of exciting to see a film be promoted like that because unfortunately I don't think a lot of Indigenous Australian films are seen, unfortunately, by yeah. lots of people. There has been more of a focus recently on the ABC. There's been black comedy, mm. um, Redfern Now, lots of great shows. But yeah. this is like an extension of that, so that's awesome. It really is, yeah. It's really good to see that this is becoming a part of our culture. But it's not just here because it's an Aboriginal film. I think it's actually quite an interesting film and it's the sort of thing that Byron Bay would play anyway, not just because it's Indigenous thing. So it's awesome, yeah. Yeah. So it's a 12-minute short um, based on a novel actually, which I'm interested to read the novel and see how this developed, whether it's just one scene from the novel or whether it's the novel summed up. Um, But it kind of explores an interesting concept around cultural values and identity and cultural heritage um, of the Aboriginal people in the modern setting and 
and sort of quite um, comedically, I'd say. Yeah, it's a comedy. Um, it's it's about two old women who are sisters um, having a, a fight after someone dies. I don't want to spoil it. That's why I'm talking in very yeah. broad terms. <laughs> Um, and their granddaughter, and there's a dog involved as well. The dog is awesome. The dog is the standout member of the cast. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's the trouble of the title. He is the trouble. Is he, little, is he a Jack Russell, or is he just like a little terrier of some he's sort? A little terrier. Bit of a little mutt terrier. Very yeah. scruffy, cute terrier. Which <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me a film with a dog in it any day. Yeah, especially Jack Russell like dogs. Yeah, <laughs> our favourite. But yeah, we really liked it. It was um something really different to what. I've seen before. I've never seen a film quite like this before. Yeah, a little quirky sort of thing. Yeah, but I kind of liked that it was set in, but it was something that was based on cultural values, but then just treated normally like another, mm. you know, it yeah. was just a family sort of. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say before. It wasn't an indigenous film, it was just a film that happened to have indigenous people in it, you know, yeah. looking at their things. That was cool. Yeah. I've never really seen the concept explored in a work of fiction before like this, mm. so I thought that yeah. was really interesting that they did that. So, yeah, we definitely recommend going to see Nan in A Whole Little Trouble. Um, the second film we're going to talk about is More Than God. This is an Irish film, and Sine loved it. I did. I really, really did. It's a black comedy film. Um, oh, what can we say without spoiling it? We don't want to spoil it. Um, well, it's Irish, and it talks about um, themes of faith, but in a, in a comedic way. It is extremely funny, like <laughs> extremely funny. There are sort of about doing the right thing, but in yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you have. If there's one film, I say this. We've only previewed three, <laughs> but see this film. It's only nine minutes long. It's very very short, um, but it's so. It felt so polished, and it was a real example of professional filmmaking. I think mm. in the short mm. genre, it's. It has really great twists, I thought, that were really surprising and unpredictable, and that's what you want your twists to be. But it was like a a traditional story. Like it's a story that mm. everyone has sort of seen before, but it had a new twist on it, which is, which yeah, is awesome to see. Yeah, it was really maturely handled, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wonderfully acted. It was very natural. I love the Irish accent. I could listen to that all day. But yeah. the actors were really... Yeah, they were good, yeah. They were, it just seemed so... All the dialogue was really... Um, yeah, very professional. Yeah. Slick. Um, the director of that, I mean, this is why it's from, he's, it's his debut as a director, um, but he has worked as a visual effects artist on some major films like Thor and Total Recall and Game of Thrones, apparently. So, yeah, that's kind of shined through, I think. Um, there's an awesome credit sequence as well, which kind of happens in the three-quarter length of the story, I'd say. Yeah. Just before the coda, which is beautifully done so creative and because he's probably the vx yeah VFX he probably stuff, had a lot yeah. to do with that it was a really a really cool way to do credits the other thing i'd say about it though is that it was quite short and that it kind of it almost felt like it was the beginning of a new story but that's not a bad thing because that i wanted to see more so like i think that's good in a way mm. i agree yeah i, I want to know what happens next but it did. It was a self-sustained story. That was all fine, like how it was. But yeah. it might have been cool to see more, and that maybe that will happen in the future. I wonder if they'll do something like how Whiplash is based on a short, and then they made yeah, a feature out of it. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the film kind of explores different approaches to faith mm. and what that means. Yes, totally. In all aspects of the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to make a big call here. 
I think this is one of the best short films I've ever seen Whoa. in my whole life. Whoa. I loved it. I loved everything about it. That is Sine's film of the festival so far. So far, <laughs> having previewed three. But what you said before is totally true. Slick. It was mm. slick. It was professional. It was tight. There was no dead weight and no moments that could have been trimmed. It was just mm. perfectly succinct in this little story that was brilliantly acted mm. and beautifully filmed. Mm. It looked gorgeous as well. Mm -hmm. I just... And it was so funny. Like, I was actually laughing out loud. And, you know, yeah. we say laugh out loud a lot colloquially these days, but it actually made me laugh. It was really, really yeah. great. Like you said, it is a succinct story. And what I mean by it could be extended doesn't mean it wasn't good and it was, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I think in some ways because it was so succinct, it made you be like, oh, cool, what happened next? Yeah, totally. Like, what's the next bit? So I think that's just a credit to the film. Mm. And the last film we watched is another Australian one. It's called Spaghetti. Um, it's about a little boy who loves spaghetti. Say no more. <laughs> You're down, aren't you? Basically based on Lonnie's life story. <laughs> I don't love spaghetti. Do you not? You love my spaghetti. Oh, I don't like tin spaghetti. Do what he eats. What if the tin spaghetti was my home-cooked spaghetti in tins? Then you'd be all over it. Well... Change the rules on me and then get up me for not following your rules. Okay. Anyway, yes. Little boy loves spaghetti. Um, he encounters a new girl at school and his love of spaghetti kind of gets in the way. Mm. Um, it's sort of a quirky kids film. Definitely one for the whole family. If you take your kids to this and it's very family friendly. Yep, it's actually won some um, kids festival awards around the world and over in Spain apparently. Yeah. And it's going to be featured at a few other festivals. Mm. It has Guyton Grantley in it. Guyton Grantley, one of my favourite Australian actors. He's a great actor. I he? remember watching Guyton Grantley in his original Tropfest films back in high school when we were studying film and TV. Yeah, and I watched I some of those such too. such a fan, yeah. Mm. He just lifts every film that he's in, don't you think? Yeah, he's really good. He's just amazing. Uh, the director is Peter Nizik, and he is a animator by trade and visual effects sort of guy, like the last guy. This is his first film. Mm. Bit of a trend here, isn't there? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You get to see these first forays into the, the filmmaking world that you wouldn't normally get to see mm. at mainstream cinemas because mm. they're not Hollywood blockbusters or yeah, things totally. like that. And speaking of not Hollywood blockbusters, this film was entirely crowdfunded. I think that's a really interesting concept, this new model is coming for creators to create films that audience members are actually voting with their money, in a sense, on what kind of content they want to see. And it's really great that an Australian indie sort of up-and-coming fresh director has been able to create this project mm -hmm. with the help of the public. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really cool, you know. And now it's being featured at a, at an awesome film festival. So, yeah, this is how careers start. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So it's only 12 minutes as well. It's quite a short film, but um, it again told quite a succinct story. I kind of wanted to know what happened more in the mm. end again. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a really, really great Australian kids movie, I guess. Mm. So there'll be a few more specials coming over the next uh, month or so before the festival begins on the 14th of October. These are just a few of the films we've seen so far, but we will endeavour to watch more in the lead up to the festival yeah, um, so there might be some special episodes throughout the week, you know, if we can watch and record you know, yeah. <laughs> as they happen. Yeah, but based on what I've seen so far, I'm kind of excited to watch more. Yeah. Aren't you excited to see what totally what's showing at the festival? Like these are really interesting, unique films. I think all three of these, I would have not seen films like this anywhere else. So mm. already it's 
um, quite a promising start to the festival viewing, mm-hmm. I think. I wonder at the festival last year, the way that was set up, the, we, we saw a feature, but it had a few shorts beforehand. Mm. So I hope that's like this, you can go find one of these films that we've mentioned here or another short film that you might like and you actually get to watch a whole bunch, you know. Yeah, you get like four for the price of one. You yeah, get a whole totally. little package, which is really, really great. Which is very different. So, you know, normally you watch like 15 minutes of ads yeah. and then you see one film. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also so important to support local film festivals like this. As we're recording now, this year, the Brisbane International Film Festival has been disbanded and is no longer. Um, So I think it's important to support these local festivals to show that we're actually interested in this content, in local content and independent international content being seen. I just think, I don't know, maybe it's because we're interested in films and we're trying to get into the industry ourselves, but it's really important to support these little films, I think. And you get to see real gems that you will never see at a mainstream cinema. So I really would recommend going to this festival. We had a great time last year, as I said, and we can't wait to have an even better time this year. Yeah. And if you can't um, actually get to the festival yourself, keep a note of what the films are like you see on the website that you like and try and find some other way. Absolutely, because it's not uncommon for films that have shown screened at festivals like this, Byron Bay, to turn into mainstream films that show it like Palace or Dendi or Art House sort of cinemas. Or like just that, like so. follow the director or something or the writer on their career. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're going to watch some more films from Byron Bay and we're going to tell you about them soon. <laughs> so look forward to that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 